Welcome, magnificent souls, to episode one of Attract Health, Build Wealth podcast. What we're going to do on the podcast is we're going to break down codependency. I'm going to tell a lot about my story um, and how I've I've been able to break through and begin to love myself the way I am, make decisions that are good for me, and really just drop the baggage of codependency. And what it's allowed me to do is to live a healthier life, a wealthier life, and a life that really I know that I'm meant to live. I don't feel um, a lot of the incongruency and the um, just the waves of unhappiness going through me anymore. And you'll learn about my journey through codependency. And through that, I hope you'll learn uh, a lot about what's going on with you as well. I do intend to have guests on the podcast as well, but today I did want to start off with um, definition of codependency and maybe break that down a little bit and talk about how it manifested in my life and maybe it'll hit some buttons in yours. So Webster's definition of codependency is a, a psychological condition or relationship in which a person is controlled or manipulated by another who is affected with a pathological, excuse me, a pathological condition such as an addiction to alcohol or heroin. A broad definition, according to Webster, is a dependence on the needs or of or control by another. <clears throat> uh, Wikipedia defines codependency a little bit longer, broader strokes. Codependency is a type of dysfunctional helping relationship where one person supports or enables another person's drug addiction, alcoholism, gambling addiction, poor mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Among the core characteristics of codependency, the most common theme is an excessive reliance on other people for approval and a sense of identity. Given its grassroots origin, the precise definition of codependency varies based on the source, but can be generally characterized as a a subclinical and situational or episodic behavior similar to that of a dependent personality disorder. In its broader definition, a codependent is someone who cannot function from their innate self and whose thinking and behavior is instead organized around another person or even a process or a substance. In this context, people who are addicted to a substance like drugs or a process like gambling or sex can also be codependent. So let that sink in. Hit a lot of things for me. I don't know about you. Um, But I do want to just say that I I tried to do some research on, you know, how many people that I could find were suffering from this disorder. And I couldn't really find a good number, especially an up-to-date number, on who's suffering from codependency. But I think this is so important because I do think that whether or not that we know it, the theme of codependency probably runs, you know, a vein in a lot of people's lives. I mean, if you think about society today and what we're going through um, with this new revolution with um, Me Too and sexual harassment and also mass media messages like, you know, big time movies and the most popular songs today, a lot of it has to do with this ideal of maybe conforming to not be yourself. Um, in hopes of making someone else happy or maybe in hopes of making someone else fall in love with you. Um, So I know that that touches, like, you know, we'll dive into this a little bit more throughout the podcast, but I really think that this is a large 
epidemic and episodic issue. And I really think codependency is at, at root of a lot of different dysfunctions. For example, in my case, um, <clears throat> in summer of 2017, after going through, you know, 20 years of, of diets and diet culture, just because I never really felt like that I was enough, that I looked, looked like the way I was supposed to look, that I was attractive. Um, I got mixed messages from my inner circle, even including my family, about the way I looked. And I thought of a lot of my worth was tied up into how much I weighed, you know, what size I was in. So um, I noticed myself after going through the ups and downs of different diets in the summer of 2017, um, having some really dysfunctional um, behaviors around food. Um, basically, I was binge eating. I, you know, and it, you know, if you're one of my my really close friends in my inner circle listening to this, it's kind of a joke because. You know, if I would go out on the weekends, it's like, are you on the wagon or off the wagon? And if I'm off the wagon, I can have fun and drink and, um, you know, eat whatever I want. But if I'm on the on the wagon, I'm still a fun person, I promise. But it was a different, a little bit of a different scenario, right? So I have to, you know, pick and choose. And there's a lot of restriction about what I ate. And what that really developed for me is a huge, like, just void, I guess, I had to fill um, with food basically you know and my actions were I would drive to the store and pick up a big bag of, of you know of food sweets and savory foods and I would come home and I was living with my boyfriend at the time I would come home hide it from him and then eat in solitude um, most of it all in one sitting and I didn't purge but if you could only imagine the shame and the guilt that I felt, um, just really feeling like I, you know, I failed. I, you know, I hated myself, really. And I really recognized that problem in um, summer 2017. And I sought out some help. Um, and I think to this day, um, I have overcome that issue, but the point of me going into that story is that what I realized, especially now looking back on my breakthrough and my breakaway from codependency, is that that those actions were because of my vision of myself. Basically, I wasn't enough. So in turn, that led me to diet. That led me to try to be somebody that I wasn't, which in turn led me to this really unhealthy, dysfunctional relationship with food essentially. So there's a good, there's an example. Um, and I think, you know, I'll give you another example for my life. Um, my birthday, October 17th in 2017, last year as well. Um, birthdays for some reason have always been really hard for me. Um, I guess like I put a lot of weight on how much people around me love me if they celebrate, celebrate me that day. And that love should be kind of manifested in this big celebration or I should feel special and I don't know you know I haven't really touched into why that would be an issue for me um but I can say that that's always been the case but this past birthday was no different um and my boyfriend at the time <clears throat> I don't know we got into some type of argument and I just remember 
going, you know, completely unhappy and brokenhearted. And I remember going into my room and he, he has a firearm and in the drawer right next to the bed. And I was, I was on the bed. I was bawling, you know, just because nothing really in particular, but just more about just frustration. Like, why do I feel this way? Why am I not fulfilled in my relationships with, with my people? Even sometimes, like I said, my family, but my, my direct person, my boyfriend really wasn't fulfilling whatever need that I need, you know, I needed filled. And I remember going in, in my room and bawling, crying, really saying to myself out loud, like, what is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And a thought, popped in my head and that's this is the first time in my life that this has ever happened but recognize that there was a firearm in the drawer right next to me should I pick it up at that point I wanted to end my life I didn't I came out of it but it scared the shit out of me. It scared me. It scared me because I had never had that thought before. I've always been a very self-confident person, although really in the inside I was broken. And that's what I realized. That was my rock bottom. But why I'm saying this and why I think this relates to codependency is those relationships that should fulfill me, that should fill, fill me with hope and love and joy and happiness and bonding and understanding. I didn't have those. Not only did I not have those with those outside people, I didn't have those for myself. And that was my rock bottom. And what I'm saying is that I think that any surface level, <clears throat> and not to, this is not to diminish something like a drug addiction, which is a huge issue, right, in society right now. Um, in fact, I pulled up a, a, a stat. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration National Survey on Drug Use and Health, and this was in 2014, so I know this has gone up, unfortunately. 22.5 million people, people which is 8.5% of the United States population aged 12 or older, needed treatment for an illicit drug or alcohol use problem. So what I'm saying, I think a lot of this relates to codependency, although I think in a clinical situation, I think it's hard to diagnose, um, so it hasn't been, um, because it is a little bit situational as the definition described and episodic. But those 8.5% of the U.S. population, 22.5 million people in 2014, no doubt that they have a circle around them who is codependent or that they themselves are unhappy with themselves and have manifested them, excuse me, manifested in a drug addiction. So what I'm saying is at the root of the issue in, my, in the way that I see it, and I could be wrong, but the way that I see it is it relates to codependency, which also in turn relates to your self-worth, how you feel about yourself. And again, this is such a huge, huge, huge societal issue, which I don't, you know, the faux pas of talking about mental health is really just starting to come to 
where it should be, you know, it's maybe not, it doesn't have a bad connotation anymore. And I think codependency comes, you know, right hand in hand with that. I don't know how it's going to go, going to, um, end up really, obviously. Um, but I, I do, I am proud to have gone and, you know, gone through the process, got to the other side. And again, you'll learn more about my story throughout the podcast and we'll bring other experts on who can speak more to help with, um, really anything. But so let's dive into the definitions a little bit. Um, let's go with the, um, Wikipedia definition. Cause that really hits more home to me. Codependency is a type of dysfunctional helping relationship where one person supports or enables another person's drug addiction, alcoholism, gambling addiction, poor mental health, and immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Ding. I mean, <laughs> really? Um, <clears throat> through this journey, I've also realized that a lot of these innate qualities in myself have really just been a pattern um, in my family and what I've grown up to know. And a lot of that stems from mental health, immaturity, irresponsibility, or underachievement. Um, I know, I know people that are immature and who can't really own up to their feelings. Um, who maybe act chauvinistic or um, outwardly braggadocious uh, to hide, you know, that immaturity. And if we want to talk about that, we can go into bullying too, right? Which is a huge issue again. Um, and a lot of that stems from lack of self-worth, lack of self-love. And a codependent is enabling that behavior, as it says. Um, and I can definitely, definitely say that in my past relationship, that was definitely the case. I drew a lot of my identity from the way that he was, the things that he liked. Um, I had a hard time making decisions, um, and I'm working on that because a lot of times when you have to make decisions, you have to kind of tap into what you feel is good for you. And for so long, I had been cut off from my, for 37 years, I had been cut off from that intuit, intuitive type of feeling and relationship with myself. You know, what's good for me? What do I feel like that I want to do? Even, you know, something as um, inconsequential as, you know, going to get some food. <laughs> that was hard for me, right? And so, unfortunately, the relationship that I was in at the time really kind of exacerbated that situation, right? Um, among the core characteristics of codependency, the most common theme is an excessive reliance on other people for approval and self-identity. For me, man, my whole life, really? I mean sounds horrible to say that but I can definitely say that the things that I worked to achieve so I'm a high achiever right I've done a lot of great things on the outside right I've 
worked for amazing companies. I've, um, you know, picked up my dream job in New York City. I, you know, in sports, I've won championships. Even recently, as of three years ago, I won a national championship, right? And a lot of the, what I'm realizing, even though, oh, it was, it was a great feeling, right? And I'm very proud of that. But of a lot of it was that approval was fueling my identity, if that makes sense, right? So on the outside, people think that I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a high achiever. She does whatever she wants to do and she gets it done, which inside, I'm not so sure that that's me. I'm proud, you know, because it's really gotten me to where I am today. But, you know, the way you do your hair, the way you do your nails, your makeup, the way you dress, the way that you feel about your body. Where are those feelings come from? coming from? It's a tough thought. And if you're ready, you know, to dive in and find out where those feelings are coming from, then you're probably ready to realize they're not really coming from you, you know? Coming from where, deep down, what makes you feel good. After my revelation and my breakthrough, um, I've come to this place where um, I don't exercise anymore for to lose weight. I exercise because it feels good and I do what I like. I don't like running, so I don't. Well, in the past, I've, I've run and it hurts. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. Because that was what I was supposed to do to, to lose weight. Okay. So now I'm walking the beautiful trails in Arizona and I have my freaking shirt off. It's big for me. Sports bra and shorts. And I'm confident. I walk with a stride and I conquer those mountains with my shoulders square my back straight and my head up. But the only way that I was able to get to where I am today is recognizing that a lot of those things that have defined me in the past, like a pretty girl or um, soccer player, athletic, maybe they haven't been me all along. So I have been diving deep into those, those aspects and really after you touch those, you can make decisions about your life only for you, only for you, which is awesome. So let me take a look at it again. Codependent is someone who cannot function from their innate self and whose thinking and behavior is instead organized around another person or even a process or a substance. So let's go back to my relationship. I lost friends along the way. My past relationship, my codependent relationship, um, I was on and off with him. I met him in 2010. And thinking back on it, of course you know, ton of red flags, you know, a ton of things that I really, you know, should have noticed. But I guess at the time we met, it was, you know, it was coded, the codependency 
at work. Um, he's codependent as well. And from 2010 to actually January of 2018, we proceeded to have an on-again, off-again relationship where we got back together and broke apart four or five times. Um, I had to call the cops on him once and I got a restraining order, order on him once and I still went back with him. And, you know, I'm not proud of that at all. But, and I, like I said, I lost friends along the way, which it really hurts. Um, it really hurts because, you know, that codependent relationship really kind of alienated me because I was only really doing things, excuse me, for him or what he wanted to do. A lot of times if I would ask him, you know, to do a certain thing with me or, you know, let's say let's go on a date. A lot of times it was pushed off or not taken seriously. So I was living life on his terms. And in my defense, or in his defense, I really didn't fight for it because I really didn't feel like I, I should have to. So I was kind of swallowing all of this negativity and disappointment. And it all bubbled to the surface on that night in October uh, last year where I was just done. I'd had enough. had enough so a lot of times relationships if if the stars align and you find and know another codependent person something like that you know can happen and you know we talked a little bit about the substance element of things um a lot of times, say, you know, a drug addict will have a codependent relationship, obviously, with a substance in itself because it's a masking, you know, it's a way of masking current reality. But also, a codependent relationship can develop with an immediate family member, you know, um, like a relationship where it's, you know, always saving, like, I'm the savior, I'm the martyr, I'm, you know, I'm going to save you from this drug addiction. Um, which will, you know, I'll, I'm touching on the surface a little bit of that now, and I'm not an expert in that. Um, I do have a little bit of, of um, experience with that, but nothing really that I'm too confident about because, I'm, you know, I, but, but we'll have somebody on the show that, that does kind of delve into that. But um, in this context, this is such a huge issue, and I'm so passionate about this that this is going to be my life's work. I really appreciate you joining me on the show. I've created something pretty cool that I'm excited about. Um, it's called the Epiphany Vault, V-A-U-L-T. And the Epiphany Vault is a way for you to give me feedback about the show. Uh, it's a way for you to ask questions or topics that you want me to cover. Um, it's a way, it's, you know, it's it can be your online journal, which is where the name the Epiphany Vault came from. Um, so if you want to, all it is is a form. Um, it's up to you on whether you want to leave your name, um, up to you on whether you want to leave your email address. If you do leave your email address, we will let you know when we answer your, your questions on the show. Um, 
and uh, we'll uh, sign you up to get updates about the show as well and other things going on in the magnificent world. But um, and you also have a space, un- un- unlimited characters to just dump, dump away. If something really touched you that I said, let me know so we can cover this further um, in podcast on the line. Um, use this as if you want to use it as your journal. Like a lot of times if I'm exercising or out on the go and if you're a mom, you're always doing stuff, there's hardly any time that you have. You can go on epiphanyvault.com and enter that information or um, you can even voice text it in the comments box and it'll come directly to me. Now, if you do want to use it as an anonymous user and you feel better just to put it out in the universe and you don't want me to address it, we can do that too. Um, On the form, you'll see there's a little checkbox on whether we can use it or not. And if if you don't check the box, just consider it pushed out into the universe, good vibes, or at least a way to release some bad vibes. And that is epiphanyvault.com. And thank you for joining me. I do hope to hear your feedback through epiphanyvault.com and we can tackle some of those questions, but I do have a whole list of things I want to cover. Um, and really, I just can't wait to dive in to how codependency can be conquered. We can get on the other side. I've done it. We can break through. Let's break through. We're worth it, all of us. We are all magnificent souls, and we are worth it. So use epiphanyvault.com really however you want, and we'll see you next time. And again, thanks for joining us. Living and loving.